Joshua. Joshua says, what would be the best? Thank you, Joshua, for tuning in, by the way. Joshua says, what would be the best way to change the Ghanaian mindset that everything from the West is good? That's a million dollar question, isn't it? So good. That's a million dollar question, Joshua. Thank you for your question. (laughs) Please like, subscribe, whoever, whether you're watching the LinkedIn, YouTube, once again, please hit the like button. Please leave a comment if you haven't asked the question and you're you're watching um, so we can get this content out to more people who need to see this or hear it. Okay. Take it away, David. Yeah, Joshua, really, thank you for this question. I would really love to dive deeper into this question (laughs) because there's a lot to say. You've got them started. In in, in simple (laughs) terms. In simple terms, I think that we have to structure the education system again. Everything starts from education. It actually, not just the formal education, but informal as well. At home, your dad is telling you that, okay, as little as, hey, finish school quickly and then go outside, get better, and then don't come back. I mean, wait, wait, don't come back again. You know, these kind of thoughts, right? It's like, it's like a seed and every time it drops within us and it's like, okay, the everything good from the West, everything from the West is good, but in things that we have locally is not good. Do you think that someone would like to live in a madhouse or like, let's say what we term as a five-star hotel? Mm. No one will like, no one will like it. But in those days, if you look at our systems, why did you think our forefathers were living in mad buildings? Because the weather was warm. And the mud could keep the buildings cool. Mm. But how many architects from Ghana have been able to make this mud innovation into a modern style where the youth will be enthused about it? Let's say a rich guy says that, okay, I'm going to build this, you know, 10 bedroom building and I want to use mud. Which architect in Ghana has been able to come with such initiatives? It's because we think that, okay, let's use the bricks, let's use the blocks, let's use the roofing sheets, let's get air conditions into the building. But who has actually thought that what the materials we had locally were good? Mm. So it's in the education system. Look, have you heard about any student? (laughs) I mean, let's go to the universities and look at the faculties that are doing things that are quite local. I trust me, back in the university, we didn't actually used to give a lot of respect to people who are doing, let's say, Ashanti culture or they are learning um, um, BA tree or Ashanti tree or, you know, mm. dancing or those kind of things. Those are actually people who have low, lower grades. Of course, there are people who have that as their ambition and everything. But our mm. culture is not being promoted. And I say culture because secular economy is actually embedded in our culture, as simple as my elder brother, I'm going to wear his clothes. That's simple um, circular economy. Because all your siblings, <laughs> all siblings are going to wear each other's clothes. And that is a mat. Whether you're a boy Let or a girl, don't. you wear that, right? Yeah. And so when, when we want to, if we want to really change the narrative, it has to go into the um, education system. Rwanda is doing something that is really amazing, like changing the national, you know, um, uh, language, the language that are being taught in, in, in schools, um, um, simple things that make people cherish their own culture, right? In Ghana, if it wasn't for Friday wears, trust me, people do not wear traditional clothes to work, right? <laughs> like, you know, these are simple things and they are part of our culture. And if our culture yeah. is not being appreciated, then trust me, every other thing that we learn in school is not going to add up to anything, because we are totally dependent on the West, but we do not investigate a lot into mm. what can our culture help us with? 
How can we preserve the things that we're doing? I'm not yeah. saying we should go back living in mad houses, but how can we kind of, you know, bring it up a little bit, add a little bit of value. I saw mm. someone actually selling the sponge that we use to buy yeah. in Ghana. You yeah. just put it in a package, like Whoa. a box, and selling it for high amounts in the US. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, you go to Makola and it's like one CD, two yeah. CDs. But we are yeah. not adding value to adding anything of ours, right? We don't believe in our things. Same thing I with mean, chocolate, right? Chocolate and cocoa and the oh, way we use them. Oh my gosh. We can go on and on. This, so this it's education, huge, my brother, Joshua. Question. Let's invest in education. I think that's that's the two, both informal yeah. and formal. Joshua's fantastic question. Thank you so much for dropping that question. Really, really um, amazing. I mean, yeah. you could...